0: good so hi welcome everyone to episode four of the friends apart podcast
1: we're already in episode four i can't believe it
0: yes exactly we made it it's a full month of commitment that's longer than most of my ex-girlfriends made it
1: friends
0: apart all right that got sad real fast um (laughs) bring it around right this ship (laughs) so speaking of sad uh i think i gotta you know an apology is due from my part um the end of the last podcast as you guys know i was feeling quite sick it went off the rails a little and i may have insulted you our dear listeners a little bit but (laughs) then again it's your own fault for listening to this shit so i don't really care but but still i'm sorry
1: that feels heartfelt.
0: Yeah, that was sincere, right? I felt, I felt it. Awesome, cool. So, buddy, are you sipping on anything? Yeah.
1: Um, uh, call back to our last episode. I've got a glass of Disaronno on ice. Oh, nice. I'm revisiting this. Um, take it easy today. We got got some housework to do after this. We got some some chores, and then we're going out for uh, for a delayed Valentine's Day dinner. So. Oh, nice. Uh,
0: won't, won't get too drunk. Ah, all right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that's that's still, it's still weird to me, because it's like you're living in a parallel universe because your restaurants are still open, right?
1: Yeah, for our province, it is. It's been we've been pretty lucky here because I think we have twelve cases. Mm. Um, so for us, it's like kind of still business as usual for the most part, but with masks. Mm. Um, other places, not so much. Dude,
0: that's so weird because Sunday is usually the day that we order food now. Um, to be fair, neither my girlfriend nor I were the kind of people who had to go out uh, for dinner all the time. Um, we usually just enjoy you know, the coziness of our home. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Sunday is usually the day that we order dinner. And the uh, thing is that... With, you know, all the restaurants in our area, well, <laughs> our area, our <laughs> country, <laughs> the whole country <laughs> being shut down right now, um, there's more and more and more r- r- really decent restaurants who are, um, you know, offering uh, delivery right now. N- not just takeout, but also delivery, which is amazing. Right. Uh, I-, I guess, you know... It's it's also kind of bad at the same time because it's coming from a from a place of uh, desperation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> desperation is probably the best word here. I was trying to order it our t-
1: crab bisque.
0: <laughs> 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 oh yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucked actually. So there's a lot of restaurants which are good restaurants, like decent dinner mm-hmm. places, um, that are now also just besides you know pizza ninety. or order here two pizzas Uh, for six euros you don't know what you're getting into neither does your toilet so (laughs) yeah it's it's weird having those cultures clash right now because it's definitely restaurants that you never would have thought that would offer yeah uh, delivery uh,
1: uh, it's awesome, but at the same time, I feel bad. My friend is um is a Michelin star chef, actually. Oh damn, oh, he's a chef, um, and back in Ontario, and they have he works, he works at this place that um like they've been in lockdown, I think, and they just opened up for no reason, um, other than the the allotted time had passed, so it's time to open up again, mm-hmm. um, and, but I'm like, they don't. It's not the kind of place you would get takeout even in a desperation sort of situation like they're just closed hard stop because yeah. it would be like here here's your fucking frowoir in your <laughs> in your styrofoam container enjoy it it's like uh doesn't doesn't really work that way uh unfortunately Oh
0: man yeah it's crazy times it's really really crazy times um it's so strange to think about how in the future 2020 well slash 2021 i guess uh will be looked back as the same as we look back at like 1970 1918 now um only with you know uh, smartphones i guess yeah just more shit yeah more right. shit documented yeah, and if you think about everything that's going on simultaneously right now, like with, I mean, obviously, we're not getting political at all here. That's not what any of you guys wants to hear from us, so I'm not getting into that shit. Also, I just, <laughs> I don't know any of that shit, really. I just read what's going on, that's that's it. But if you just take into consideration what's going on right now, like, you know, uh, the past four years of the, well... Strange presidency in the US uh, and mm-hmm. everything that's you know come with it. Uh, people believing in a guy called Q now. Um, then like a whole country being overthrown. Is it a guy?
1: Is that what it what it's about?
0: Yeah. Is there a guy just named Q? Yeah, so he's like this prophet figure. Oh, for fuck's sake! Okay, yeah. it's it's like this. <laughs> I'm not sure how many of our listeners would get this <laughs> reference but um back in the good old 4chan days um y- you would have uh, anon which is like oh yeah t- y- usually like a pepe meme uh type of situation and someone anonymously posts something in green text um just a bunch of random bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, it's literally that. Only that now people take it seriously, so oh, gotcha. it's it it's really fucked up. But, anyways, and it's so crazy to think about everything. Like I don't know, like Brexit and everything. It's so weird, and here we are in the middle of it. Um, literally, my at least my personal biggest fear right now is just holy shit. Am I still gonna have work? Yeah. During the next months, but apart from that, well, luckily enough, I'm at least not in a risk group. You know, like even if I were to get sick, mm-hmm. um, probably would be would be alright. But yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird time because we're we're kind of like in this, we're it's slowly getting to this like kind of pinch, pinch point where. Almost nothing you can say doesn't have some sort of association with a political stance because yeah, everything is just, I, I don't know if that's like a stress thing because of COVID or, or if it's just kind of the way things have been going for a long time, but we only, maybe I only started to notice that recently. Hmm. It's uh, it's really
0: <laughs> too shitty <laughs> <laughs> but but also one thing that definitely changed uh, during the last years and that's something that I saw today in a video um, I'm gonna outline that just quickly for you in a, in a minute but um, what I definitely noticed is how the way people interact with each other changed uh, apart from the fact that we are not physically interacting at all right now <laughs> but um, so there was this video I'm God. Just like last episode with the name of of the YouTuber, I'm I'm so bad with with names, uh, sorry. But there's uh, this YouTube channel, and they post videos like uh, I don't know, d- six people, and five of them are gamers, and they have to find out who's not a gamer, and um, then they're asking each other questions and um, to find the odd man out. Pretty it's much, that's like the bore- that's, most boring game of Mafia I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> I'm kinda. not a gamer. Oh, go sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, They also did it with like sexuality and stuff like that. But this oh, was the most politically uh-huh. correct example that I could. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, it's actually it's a decent channel, and the stuff is entertaining. I mean, obviously, it's it's brainless for the most part, but it's mm-hmm. it's entertaining. So, whatever. Anyway, so they did. Um, teenagers have to decide. Which one of them would get $1,000? Okay. Yeah, so this was the whole premise, which uh, I thought was really interesting. Um, Until you noticed that, like, half of the kids there, I'm pretty sure this was shot in LA, um, and half of the kids there were just wearing, you know, ridiculously pricey clothing. Right. So you're like, okay, well, $1,000 is going to be the equivalent to like one and a half of your shoes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, regarding the way people interact with each other. So if, if you think back when we were teenagers, right? 14, mm-hmm. 15 years old. Um, the way we interacted with each other is definitely a whole lot different than at least what was displayed there. I mean, those were definitely teenagers. Those were not like 19, 20-year-olds playing teenagers. Mm-hmm. It was definitely teenagers. And the way they interacted with each other was actually, t- to be honest, I, a- admirable. So yes. um, there, there was <laughs> this, this one girl who right from the get-go was like, okay, guys, look, so... We are not going to get into the financial backgrounds of everyone here. Um, We're not going to judge anyone's Mm -hmm. upbringing. We're Mm -hmm. not going to judge anyone's life circumstances. Um, We just want to make sure that the person who actually has the best reason to receive $1,000 gets it, regardless of their personal background. Oh, okay and so like
1: whoever whoever like oh we find out that somebody's i don't know dog needs surgery and then they're like but then someone yeah. else is like oh but my whatever Yeah Insert. exactly it's like
0: you know one like for example if if one kid's dog needs surgery to survive and the other one's dog needs a surgery to get blue pupils just R- as an example right. so 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 yeah as um, one does Yeah for sure um, it's. It was actually remarkable how those teens interacted with each other, even though they were clearly still <laughs> like low key bullying each other. <laughs> so, so you could see that like after half the video, and um, they pretty much had to like eliminate um, mm-hmm. one person per round. And it was very obvious that the ones that were still sitting there are just, you know, the cool kids, the attractive kids, mm. the you know, it was very, very obvious. Um, and <laughs> it sounds like they're starting the to t- trade, like, personal
1: illnesses as Pokemon cards. Well, I got a...
0: Yeah. So it was interesting because still, I mean, apart from teenagers going to be teenagers no matter what, at least the idea that they had in the beginning of treating each other respectfully is a whole lot more advanced than, mm-hmm. you know, any of the, the two of us right here, you yeah. know, would have treated other people <laughs> as teenagers. Like, we would have been like, fuck you guys, I get the thousand dollars, it's none of your business why I need them, I need them, fuck you. Yeah. And yeah that's pretty much probably the level of respect that we would have shown each other so that was that was amazing to see that there seems to be some advances um and you know a lot of this overly pc bullshit that's going on right now yeah um actually seems to also bring a lot of benefit with it so i'm there for it okay so i've
1: been noticing this too a lot and it's almost like the, the millennial generation is kind of like this, the gap between the old boomer generation and a better generation because we're kind of like we have enough distance between the boomers to see what they did wrong but not enough i don't know time and wherewithal to correct it but the next generation we're teaching our kids and um i think of like i know this one person who's like 23 and she already owns a house and got their entire yeah. life together like has a car full-time job two dogs, a house at 23. Mm-hmm. And like at 23, I was getting drunk playing call of duty all <laughs> night and maybe passing in assignments. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, and then like even some, um, some other like younger kids in, in my family, like they're still in high school and they're super entrepreneurial. Like they're buying up Supreme clothing when it goes on sale and, and saving it as investments for years and then selling it for like four times the profit. At, at the Damn. age of like 15 like they're already they're already like on this trajectory of of success which none of us were yeah. a fuck
0: I think the main difference is probably the financial prospects that our generation and even more so the generation after us has hmm. so um, I was just recently talking to to a friend of mine um who's way older than I am he's in in his early 60s um and he told like he has a son who's pretty much my age and he was talking to his son and his son like literally the exact same sentiment that I have uh, regarding um you know taking care of how you're going to finance your future mm-hmm. um it, it, at least you know put it uh, all on black baby yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh it's you know back in the day, people were bringing the money to the bank, and mm. the the bank would just pay them interest, like ridiculously high interest—four, yeah. five, six percent—for their money, and uh, that was just the way that you prepared for your retirement, right? Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. And then, obviously, you know the the uh, state sanctioned stuff that you would would get uh, as as long as you're employed. So. That's just things that don't exist anymore in our generation. No. And that's just fucked if you think about it. But then again, um, as you were just saying, and that's totally right, and the generation after us has realized that even more so, and they are preparing way, way earlier. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I started actively preparing, like, you know, saving money for later in life or retirement or whatever. Like last year, literally yeah, last year, yeah. that was when I first was in a position to at least save something, um, and yeah, I'm in my late twenties. So people starting with that stuff uh, in their late teens or even maybe early or mid teens, um, that's amazing. I mean, it's sad, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's just born from necessity. And I'm actually really, really impressed by how yeah the examples that you were talking about earlier yeah from, from the people you know yeah but as well as uh just stories i read online as well as people that i know um or you know people's kids that i know um are are doing that it's it's impressive and i'm i'm happy that at least from from all that bad stuff that has been done throughout the past decades um at least people seem to be learning Mm -hmm. at least the newer younger generations. And that's something that's at least that has to account for something at least. Yeah. It's, it's cool because there are so many like, no,
1: we can't do the same thing that our parents did. Like our interest rates have fallen to like 0.5%, maybe 1% if you got a good bank account, but there's conditions like you have to have a minimum balance, but then there's so many other alternatives and like, different sources like we didn't have uber when we were when i mean when i was in university like there was no such thing as that Mm -hmm. or like like task rabbit or something to go just assemble ikea furniture oh maybe that was a thing i don't know um Hmm. uh yeah, yeah but like i i mean i tried to start investing in stocks this past year and um well that's also not easy so like it seems pretty easy because Warren Buffett's like, oh, just put a million dollars into this into Apple, and then you'll be good for. Oh, thanks, great.
0: Yeah, uh, but <laughs> Warren Buffett was also the dude who was like, Bitcoin, pff, mm. that shit's never gonna take off. So
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just thinking about my like GameStop fallout. Uh, after that, uh, are you are you still in? By the way, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so um, I was. Uh, I held out until, so like it went up to 500 or something. And then I was like, nah, uh-huh. I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to keep going, man. But then all of this other illegal stuff started happening that, because like the whole point of the exercise was that as long, you know, every, it was expected to go up to whatever, whatever it would like a thousand, 10,000 whatever, as long as people didn't sell, it, it will keep going up. But that was all contingent on everybody playing by the rules and just being like, well, this is how how it works. But then um, hedge funds started to do illegal shit and stock trading apps started to find reasons to block the trading. And then and then they weren't able to buy or sell it. And then basically they forced it to not happen and like Mm. run ran out the clock. And and so it it started to go down, and I was like, nah, fuck it. It went down to fifty five, forty, and I was like, ah, shit. But I held on, I held on, and then it went back up to sixty, and I sold it. And then I was just like, uh, at that point, it was just too much stress. Like I was, I wasn't sleeping at night. I was like, yeah, just can't
0: like wake up and check the the after hours trading. Yeah, but see, that's <laughs> that's a huge problem in general—the fear of missing out. You know, yes. that's a real thing. But I think and it kind of
1: cured me of that now.
0: Yeah, I think that because I got into stock trading earlier than you did, um, I've had those experiences already, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I got out at nearly the peak. Yeah, um, b- because it was like you know, I made like three hundred percent pure gain. Yeah. It, uh, there's almost no other way <laughs> in life to make that much money without having Not to sell time any organs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's why I was like, well, I'm out of here. Thank you. But have you uh heard that now they're doing, well, they have been doing, I think they're still um conducting it somehow, uh the hearings, the Senate uh, Senate hearings for yeah. uh the guy who started like uh, it's not f- fucking value.
1: Yeah, I know it's not fair. Cause like it's, he didn't, he didn't start anything. He, he showed his research and then just like, just posted his daily status, but that was it. Like he didn't, he didn't be like, Hey, I mean, this was like two years ago or something when he was just yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I think this is just a really good company to invest in. And then, yeah, yeah, and then of course they're just looking for a scapegoat and sure. The guy who bagged a couple hundred or tens of millions of dollars, they're going to be like, well, let's go yeah. after him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but also they, they are really going after the Robin Hood guy now. Um, Good. This this Vlad some, yeah. something. And uh, there was this meme which I thought was re- so funny because he was evading every single question there. And he's an immigrant. He came from Bulgaria. Okay. And uh, there was this one meme where the congresswoman was asking him, uh, so, Mr... Robin Hood, I don't know. Mr. Uh, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh were you actively manipulating the market by limiting uh the amount of stock that people could buy? And his response is like, you know, when I was a kid in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> me so a break. it it's dude yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But then again, I wasn't expecting much because as soon as there's a lot of money, and this applies to everything, you know, like even like sports and, and, and music and mm-hmm. whatever, as soon as there's a shit ton of money involved, logic just stops being applied at all so i wasn't expecting a fair treatment of um you know the scapegoat that they found in the end which obviously was gil i I can't remember his name gil yeah yeah um sure and
1: of course like when the the punishment is is actually less than the the money they would have lost by following the rules like you know there's no incentive to follow the rules
0: yeah Yeah. but also all, all of this stuff has happened in the past. Um, it's, it's not a first and yeah, let's just see, let's just see how it goes. Um, I'm really excited to see how they're going to decide. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to, I mean, it was huge. I'm glad that I was part
1: of it. I'm not really bitter that I didn't make any money. I only had one share, so I don't really care, but (laughs) I was, (laughs) all I wanted was to make enough money to buy a Tesla share. So, so that dream remains unfulfilled. (laughs) i'll have to sell a kidney yeah
0: probably (laughs) well your organs are probably shit anyway so oh yeah the amount of drinking i do Mm. yeah and like probably your arteries are just clogged with like maple syrup
1: yep yep my blood actually tastes sweet believe it or not (laughs) yeah i know
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that oh that explains a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) um it's, it's also so great because lately I've been getting uh, somewhat into fitness YouTube again. Um, Not the actual working out, just the watching of the working out. Oh, yeah, ju- just the just watching. Yeah, but it, especially now, you know, when I was sick um, and I couldn't work out for a week, I was sort of like compensating <laughs> just watching <laughs> videos of people work out. I was like, oh, man, I really want to do that again. <laughs> um, and for whatever reason the mysterious YouTube algorithm just steered me into all Canadian fitness YouTubers. I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching three different YouTubers right now. Um, one is uh, uh, Will Tennyson. Uh, he's from Toronto. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a cool guy. Yeah, and I'm not even shitting you. Will Tennyson. Um, almost in every single fucking video, he goes to Tim Hortons. <laughs> And I just so that need is pre workout double double and a and a Boston cream donut, dude. I just I need to get to a Tim Hortons. <laughs> I, I just I I don't care how. I don't care when in my life. I just really really need to get there. I'm pretty sure I can ship you some Timbits. Yeah, the problem is though, I need the donuts fresh. Okay, and wow. I need to have a whole box of them, like, I'm talking about 12 at least, and I want to have the worst sugar-induced coma ever. Well, there's no, uh, I mean, yeah, that's guaranteed. Because, you know, the stuff that we have here is pretty much just, I mean, major cities would have Dunkin' Donuts, and I've tried it, and at least German Dunkin' Donuts, well, it's donuts. You know, if you buy some frozen ones, uh, you bake them in your oven. Or, well, mostly you just let them thaw. Uh, th- they taste the same. It's nothing special. And then I look at the ones that he shows in his videos. And I just get why you guys are obsessed with them. So, yeah. I totally get it.
1: I've had, like, you know, th- like the university has donuts in the cafeteria. And mm-hmm. first of all, they're cold. Like donuts aren't supposed to be cold. Um, mm. They're supposed to be warm, or at least room temperature, and and uh, squished and soggy. Um, mm. But like, I, I don't know. The Dunkin' Donuts, it's it's kind of the same problem I, I had with with the Domino's in Germany. Like, it says Domino's. All of the signs and the logos and everything point to it being Domino's, but the pizza is is definitely not real Domino's pizza. In the same way that the donuts like look like donuts, you call them donuts, but when you get here, you, oh, you're oh, you never going to leave.
0: You're, you're going to get so fat. Just dude, cramming dude, I donuts. You, I mean, we're kind of coming full circle here right now mm. uh, to two episodes ago when I was telling uh, our dear listeners, because today I got to be polite to you fuckers, um, <laughs> about uh, the, the, the package that you sent me, right? Uh-huh. Um, containing the Timbit cereals, which, by the way, I'm, I'm rationing like crazy. So I'm, I'm eating it like every other day pretty much, but like only a very, very small portion because I just know that there's no way I'm going to get something like that in the near future. So I love that stuff. And what we were talking about was how stuff like that would never be produced in the EU because it's just way too artificially flavored, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it's the same issue with Pizza Hut and Dunkin' Donuts um you know something other than burger king and mcdonald's where it's just the same exact shit and they don't have to do anything locally um but for you know dunkin donuts in in theory at least um as well as uh for for pizza hut they would have to actually produce something at the location Mm -hmm. uh, at at the restaurant at the cafe whatever and i think that there's a lot of aromatics and a lot of stuff that they would be using in uh, North America that they're just not allowed to use in the EU.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, all the trans fats (coughs) and whatnot, I think, like, all the good stuff, uh, they're probably not going to use it here, (laughs) uh, which is a pity, because, honestly, if you make the conscious decision to eat at either Pizza Hut or Dunkin' Donuts, I mean... (laughs) come on you 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 know what you're getting into yeah exactly i mean you've already got an appointment uh at the undertaker it's (laughs) it's said and done it's it's over with yeah
1: so i will say there are certain like i think they try and adapt adapt the the company's like menu to the locale as as much as they can like in Mm -hmm. germany I, i don't know how this is Adaptation adapt adaptation uh but like your your mcchicken at mcdonald's has has barbecue sauce on it
0: no we have a mac pretzel Ex- what what is this we 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 have Mac pretzel as well as Mac beer and we also have some Mac hosen to go with it <laughs> fuck you and your stereotypes we <laughs> we we're, we're, we're <laughs> Yeah, we're not Canada, we're not the US, but fucking McDonald's is still selling their fucking McChicken over here. Okay?
1: Yeah, I know, it just
0: has barbecue sauce, which is weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we have all the sauces, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> we, we have all of them. I mean, we're not in the fucking DDR anymore. We have options. <laughs> uh, we, we have like, okay, uh, let me see. Uh, we have ketchup, all right? Mm-hmm. We have sweet and sour we have curry, we have barbecue, we have mayo, we have... We don't have curry. Uh, sour cream. We have sour yeah, cream. You guys
1: don't have curry. No, or sour cream.
0: Yeah, no, sour cream usually only comes if we have like those potato wedges or something like that. But mm. we do have sour cream. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are actually some regional items uh, like the McRösti, which oh, yeah. is like... Yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah fuck it's so good <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's so damn good i mean for everyone out there who doesn't know it so pretty much the only reason to visit germany or austria for that matter but fuck those guys so just come to germany um so, so the Rusty. so a rusty rusty uh, is like a it's like a um how ah, the fuck do you call this hash browns oh hash brown yeah okay it's it's yeah it's pretty much like a hash brown oh yeah and um that's inside the burger as well as a shit ton of fried cheese
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah fried cheese we fry cheese it's so good and it's not just mozzarella it's like emmental uh, and stuff like that it's it's good stuff and uh, then of course a big beef patty and we put all that together and call it McRusty. And we eat it and feel mm. really bad about ourselves. Yeah. Self-deprecation. Yeah. Dude, it's also like, have you ever eaten at McDonald's and like, left the restaurant and were like, I'm satiated to a decent amount where I do not feel the need to puke or shit myself right now.
1: No, I always hate myself afterwards.
0: Oh, it's so bad. I don't know what it is. And it's also, it doesn't matter what you eat at McDonald's. You always have the same aftertaste in your mouth. Yeah, it <laughs> disgust. <laughs> uh, it's so bad. Yeah, I think it's just a stale, probably just the stale frying fat that they're using. Maybe I always find that
1: I I only ever want like half of the drink that I order. So then I have the food, yeah. and then I like have a little few sips in between. But then I have half my drink left over. I'm like, I don't I don't need this or want it. It's only just to accompany the food, and then and then it's worthless to me afterwards.
0: Yeah, and especially if you get like a, a like a Coke with 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 a shit ton of ice in there, which they would always do, um, y- you drink half of it during your meal, then you're finished, mm-hmm. and you just feel disgusting, and you don't want anything entering your mouth anymore, uh, and then y- you also feel guilty because you know you paid for the drink so i'm not just going to leave it at restaurant and then you take it with you into your car leave it there until you get home and at home you have like this 50/50 mix of like ice water mm-hmm. and stale coke yeah and then and you try and,
1: you try and mix it with rum to to bring it back to life and then you just like what am i doing
0: it's a low point in everyone's life in everyone's yeah, day <laughs> yeah but i mean speaking <coughs> speaking of uh, rum and coke i'm actually having uh cuba libre Ooh. right now good choice yeah uh yeah my girlfriend and i have this thing whenever we go to so so we have this big supermarket chain in um germany which is kind of like i would compare it to a target probably uh which is called kaufland um it's like, you know, one-stop shop, pretty much. And um, it has a huge selection of pre-mixed alcoholic beverages of all kinds. Mm. And my girlfriend and I have this, this code, you know, whenever we, we're pretty much finished with, um, you know, shopping. Um, it's like, you, you want to have, have a chilled beverage? and and then i would go like yeah but it gotta be real chill right and she'd be like yeah so what you want to have and i'm like i don't know let's look and then you would have this real disappointing arrangement of five different brands that are trying to sell you vodka lemon pre-mixed in a can Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're always just going for the one vodka brand that you actually know. Yeah. Um, and it always tastes like shit. <laughs> but, but this time, um, I got myself a Bacardi Cuba Libre. Oh, they're and good. It, dude, it actually tastes decent. Mm-hmm. It's real good. And I even, you know, sometimes you gotta wear fancy pants, right? Yeah. So, I even cut up a lime and put it on the rim P- of Put it ass. in the can. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Yeah, they would... Dude, they would actually do this. So we have this drink called Desperados. I'm not sure... No, it was, no was nobody it knows. Exists?
1: It's from Switzerland. or No, it's from Sweden, is it? Or Switzerland? Uh, it's, I, it has nothing know, to dude. do with
0: Mexico at all, but continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Desperados is like a... It's like a beer, a real shitty beer, which is, like, tequila-flavored. It's very, like, Corona, for those to who are curious. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So the the beer itself really tastes like the Corona beer, but it has a flavor, um, a tequila-like flavor, but, like, none of the alcohol of tequila. It, it's weird. And um, what barkeepers would do whenever you're in a club or, or a bar, and you, uh, like... It's called desperados for a reason. (laughs) You're usually, you know, you're usually ordering it very, very late in the night where you're like, I cannot stomach anything that tastes like alcohol anymore. (laughs) So I need to switch to something. And then you would go for desperados and they would take this wedge of a lime or a lemon and (laughs) just squish it into Mm -hmm. (laughs) the bottleneck and uh, then you would like already drunk out of your mind would try to drink <laughs> out of that bottle and just spill it all over you <laughs> which is actually brilliant because you immediately your stupid fucking drunk mind is immediately like oh i messed up i gotta buy a new one <laughs> and then you're going back to the bar doing the exact same thing again um <laughs> Yeah, someone's gotta implement this with with cans. That's actually a brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah, you know why they put it in the in the bottle or the the lime wedge. I don't know. I mean, you taste it, but so, not sure.
1: oh yeah, I learned the hard way. Um, when I was visiting Costa Rica, um, like all of their all of their pop is is or soda is in glass yeah. bottles, and they have like the metal metal tops, and because it's mm-hmm. so humid there. Um, they all rust, so you put mm-hmm. you put like a lime or a lemon around the outside of it to get rid of the the flavor of the iron. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then it just became a thing with Corona, mm-hmm. and then I guess like it just you know, it's it also ah, tastes I good. I see.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's your little nugget. Yeah, in, I mean of it, information. It, it, it definitely masks some of the the taste. Well, the uh, I, I won't call it taste. It's more like an you know the, the taste that's left in your mouth after you're done puking um mm-hmm. that's pretty much what immediately hits you when you have a desperados with lime mm. so yeah yeah
1: i think i only had one of them one it's not bad i would have it at the beach i think
0: yeah desperados would be the thing that yeah as i was saying before so at the end of the night you're already completely drunk out of your mind and then you would get this um Desperados was also the stuff that one of my best friends and I had uh, when I was still studying like eight years ago in another city. And uh, we would have a real tough night at a bar. We would go home and waiting for uh, the subway. And, you know, the next subway would be in like an hour. Mm -hmm. And we were like, ah, we can walk home. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. And to walk home realistically is like two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, after we managed to get past one third of uh, the way to our homes, uh, there was a gas station which was still selling alcohol. So, we would get a Desperados, Mm -hmm. drink it. And I shit you not, lay down on the concrete and just sleep there for I don't know half an hour, an hour, something like that. Uh at like five to ten degrees Celsius. <laughs> so uh it was fucked, but that's the superpowers that Desperados gives you. Mm. That and diarrhea. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Um so also uh just just a little little nice anecdote that I uh wanted to tell you um that i think i haven't told you about um have ever told you about my jaw surgery that i got no when was this yeah um i was 18 oh okay and yeah so quite a while ago and i was wearing braces uh, as a teen for like well five years i think and at some point um the 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 uh, dentist who was taking care of me was like you know well, I guess it was the orthodontist, but it was sort of like a team effort, I guess. Um, they were like, you know, we would like to do some surgery because uh, later in your life, if you leave it like that, I mean, your teeth look great now, but you will definitely develop some problems with your jaw. So you're
1: going to look like Lisa Simpson without the
0: braces and... <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh so they were like yeah you're probably going to develop like a, a jaw arthritis and th- this is just going to lead to a lot of pain and yeah mm-hmm. not going to be cool. So uh since we in Germany have healthcare flex <laughs> um well on the Americans not on you obviously but so um they were like you know w- we can just do it pretty much for free. Um mm-hmm. And it was a major surgery, so they had to break my lower jaw in two different places and position it correctly. Yeah. um, And then screw it together again. And half a year later, I had those screws and the plates removed again. Mm -hmm. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, as I was saying, I was 18. I was a real scrawny kid back then. So, like, I don't know, like, 65 70 kilos maybe uh for for those uh (laughs) in north america um uh that's that's like
1: 150 pounds 160 pounds
0: max yeah it's more like 140
1: 150 yeah i know this because that's how much i (laughs) weigh. yeah i know i used to (laughs)
0: yeah and i'm like six foot two so this uh is like you know severely underweight and um i took the surgery quite well but uh the aftermath was just it it was so bad so there were multiple factors contributing to it being bad first off apparently during the surgery i swallowed a whole lot of blood Mm -hmm. which uh led to me puking the whole next day while still being like just severely under the influence of a multitude of painkillers of all kinds so you so, so you got
1: a desperados to get the <laughs> <laughs> yeah so okay how yeah. do they how do they break do
0: you know like i guess you weren't awake but how do they break your jaw that's no i was on a on a full anesthesia okay. obviously um uh, they i'm i'm pretty sure they saw it
1: oh okay so it, I was like picturing they get some guy named Hank who comes in and he's (laughs) uh, he just comes in and he just punches you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Um, No, but it sure felt like that. So Mm. that's for sure. Um, And so the funny thing was that my jaw and my whole face swelled up like crazy. Uh, Me being a real scrawny dude it no one really expected me to swell up that much. That's what she said. <laughs> and it, it, it was so strange because the surgeon, he was like a real renowned surgeon for developing a method to, you know, conduct this surgery. And every day when he came to visit me and just to, you know, um, check up on me, he was just looking at me and he was like, Man, you're swelling up real bad. <laughs> like, motherfucker, like, tell me something encouraging. Is that bad? <laughs> Am I gonna die? Man, I, I really know. fucked up on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, so, anyways, so after, I think, oh, yeah, oh, I gotta mention, so, um, because obviously the fracture was constantly bleeding. I had, like, tubes within my jaw. So, between, like, the gums and the jaw. Yeah. Um, th- that were under vacuum, constantly sucking out the excess blood. hmm And uh, they had to be removed after three days. Okay. And the day of the removal, I was dreading because, like, the surgeon was already telling me, like, it's going to be bad. <laughs> 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 and so, he got me there. And sat me down into this like dentist chair. And he was looking at my jaw and uh he was like with his with his middle finger flicking the fracture ah. from the outside. He was literally flicking it. Does this and hurt? Does like, this hurt? <laughs> Dude, he was literally like, Oh damn, look, you really can swell up, huh? <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, I guess. And it was like, okay, this one's going to hurt a little. Um, first, I have to remove the stitches mm-hmm. that are holding the tubes in place. And Ugh. then I got to pull it out, right? Yeah. And it's probably going to hurt because the the tube's like touching your main facial nerve. Oh, my so God. So, I'm like, all right. And then it was like, okay, one, two... Free and then he pulled, and I I nearly fainted, and uh, it was so much pain. Even though I mean I was still on so much painkillers, and he was like, "Okay, now that we removed the stitches, <laughs> let's go on <laughs> to the tube." Uh, he was like one two, and then I just passed out. Uh, it was real real bad, and um, like in hindsight. I'm obviously glad I did it because my teeth are fucking perfect now. Like I, I can, I can. You could be in commercials. Bite. I can bite. Dude, I, <laughs> I I can bite stone. I can bite fucking turtles. I don't care. I can, I can, I can bite a turtle. I can bite a can in half. I can. I mean, the cuba libre, like the lime, I squished it into the bite marks that I left on the can. <laughs> so. It's Yeah, my teeth are great, but uh, in hindsight, I mean, you got to be a a real sadistic motherfucker to become a surgeon that's just telling his patients, like, oh, well, you really swelled up. (laughs) Sucks for you, huh? (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, and also what definitely did not make it any better was the fact that I had to wear this, like, cooling mask. Uh, which kind of made me look like a knockoff Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, it was literally a cooling mask. So like a piece of rubber pretty much with like little channels in there where a cooling liquid is pumped through mm-hmm. and is connected to like a cooling pump. And um, so I had to wear that. And my parents, I mean, bless them. They, they, they were like, we need to take pictures. future reference and I'm just laying there a day after my surgery completely fucked um, puking up blood under major influence of all kinds of painkillers still under so much pain and my dad's like you know here let's take a picture and my mom's like "No, no, no 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 don't take a picture don't take a picture and he's like no, 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 I'm going to take a picture. He's going to want to see them someday. And, well, parents are always right. <laughs> ten, ten, ten years later, my dad sent that picture to me, and I was like, fuck you, dad. Why did you take a picture? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know we can add uh, pictures to each episode in the podcast. I think we can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, full frontal um, surgery pics coming to our Twitter. So... No, they're not. If anyone's asking for them I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to find out where you live. I'm going to break your jaw. I'm going to take a picture and upload that I'm to YouTube. I'm going to stick Twitter. tubes
1: in. I'm going to fix your jaw. And then I'm going to rip them out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So, I guess um, it's time for our favorite segment. Oh, my favorite huh? segment. Yeah. So, Jason, yeah. cue music. da, 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 da. German words that you've probably never heard about, and I'm really curious to find out whether there's an equivalent in your language or not. So today's word is "hüftgold." Let me repeat this: "hüftgold." All right. So
1: the second word is "gold," which yeah, fuck you, which fuck you means gold. Um, Uh, Okay, Uh, Okay. (laughs) uh, know it all. All right, so not knowing the first word, I think it's the money that gets thrown up onto the stage with the strippers.
0: You know what's concerning me? That's the second time within four episodes that you've guessed something about strippers. Is there <laughs> any, I don't know, is there any desire no that's left there. unfulfilled?
1: There's nothing, no, there's nothing that needs to be explored there. Carry
0: on. <laughs> All right, good. Um, <clears throat> No, so uh, hüft comes from hüfte, which means hip.
1: Yeah, for, yeah there's a steak. There's a steak from the Hü- N-
0: no, no. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so like what what you would call a flank steak, yeah, uh, is is what we call uh, hip steak. Yeah. literally translated. Yeah, and uh, hüftgold is what you would call love handles.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's oh. literally
0: it. But so. I don't know. I, I, I think love handles is a very, very sexually loaded expression. Um, I, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just understanding your term wrong, but mm-hmm. for me, it literally sounds like, you know, the, the part you would grab and hang on during the beast with two backs.
1: That's exactly what it's for. Yes.
0: Yeah. And we call it "hüftgold," gold. So hip gold, uh, so yeah literally the money that you store on your waist right
1: yeah but that's not what it is is it
0: yeah no i mean of (laughs) course yeah it's 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 love handles in in terms of what it's describing (laughs) but all all the stuff that you were eating and is being stored on your hips is literally the gold that you're storing it's
1: like the it's like the optimistic pessimistic sides of the same coin right like love handles is like pessimistic where it kind of implies that uh there's there's a lot to grab onto and then hip gold is like really i don't know puts like a positive spin on it you're like yeah it's
0: also the reason why you would find a lot of uh poorer people with huge scars on their hips Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) just you know cutting it all off trying to sell it no one wants it sorry eating no it. one wants it somebody misunderstood something huge problem in germany cannibalistic <laughs> homeless people mm.
1: yeah uh. yeah i encountered that i had to run a couple times because you know me and my 150 pounds i got all that
0: hip gold yeah they're running fast though <laughs> they have <Yeah>. to <laughs> all right but cool so that was i mean actually i promise the next time i
1: won't guess guess something with strippers but then you're going to intentionally pick something that involves strippers so
0: i'm just going to keep maybe i'll just par for the course yeah the next word is going to (coughs) be boobies it's literally just going to be boobies so um yeah i'm actually completely stunned that we already approaching the one hour mark because uh it was a lot of fun today it was a lot of fun Aww. talking to you dude yeah you too it's nice when you're not
1: hungover and suffering from <laughs> antibiotics and an illness
0: yeah uh-huh yeah that's true so um yeah that's it for today's podcast um i hope you guys had as much fun as we did and yeah Thank you for as always interact with us on twitter at friends apart pod, or write us a mail, old school, you know. No dick pics, though, neither on Twitter, nor on, uh, uh, I actually don't care for Gmail, do it, because Jason mostly is looking into there, so send Jason. Send whatever you want, care.
1: I'm probably going to get to it at some point, so.
0: All right, perfect, so you can send us a mail or a dick pic at uh, <laughs> friends apart pod at gmail.com, and and we'll post them on uh <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna post them on rate my org. <laughs> it's it's a community service after all
1: yeah anonymously of course obviously don't put on any, anything with
0: tattoos with uh, i love jenna because
1: <laughs> jenna's gonna find out
0: yeah or like welcome to jamaica and have a nice holiday <laughs> yeah God, that's like a real old german dad joke anyways so you guys have a good time talk to you on the next episode of the friends about podcast bye bye